Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good as well. When we last spoke, you were getting ready to uh, go on a 14-hour car ride or something back to Indiana. How did the trip with dad work out? The trip actually went well. Um, we drove all the way through the night, took turns, got back at like six in the morning. So it was brutal, but it was good bonding time. So what do the holidays at the Utterback household entail? Oh gosh, a lot of food, um, watching basketball, shocker. Um, <laughs> and then we go, we like to go see Christmas lights. Um, there's a place in downtown Indy that we go. So it's really fun. So we were talking with with AD about this last week because he was back in Oregon. Just to kind of out of curiosity, when you're growing up in Indiana, you're playing high school basketball or something, where is the, the goal that you want to get to? Like high school state championships, where are they played? Are they played at where the Pacers play? Are they played at Indiana? Where are they played? What's the goal that every kid in Indiana wants to get to? Yeah, the goal is to definitely win a state championship. Um, in all um, 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, they're all played at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse, which is where the Pacers play. Um, so it's a really cool atmosphere. I've never gone to state, but um, my school and Carmel played there one time. Um, both big schools played. Um, they just do like random schools sometimes during the year that get a chance to play there. So And every kid wants to play there. So it's always been a dream for everyone. Well, that's very, very cool. I enjoyed hearing AD story too about playing with the uh, Trailblazers played uh, when he was growing up. So good that's stuff cool. there. You end up getting back shortly after Christmas. You guys had that game on the 29th, did not go your way. 20 point loss against Princeton. Were they really good? Were you guys a little slow coming out of the holiday break? What happened in that loss against the Tigers? So I will say that offensively, it seemed like they couldn't miss. Um, yeah. We were trying to force them to shoot tough shots and there were some spin spin jumpers and really tough shots that they took, but they're a very talented team. And so, you know, it went in and I feel like they all played their role really well. Um, but I don't think that we really allow, or we never really took them out of their tendencies and what they do well. I think that we made them uncomfortable at times. And when that happened, it was hard for them to score. But for the most part, we weren't really playing our defense. And then I felt like, kind of when they had that lead some energy was low and we should have kept fighting and I think maybe that's just coming back from Christmas being tired I'm hoping that it's that um but we've gone back to the drawing board and we've worked really hard these last couple of days so I don't think that that will happen again you had 23 points in that game 23 of the team's 47 so nearly half of the team's points do you ever feel like, given some of the offensive issues your team has had, that you have to force the issue for yourself offensively? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it as a force. I feel like those are shots that I practice. Um, whether or not the amount of shots that I shoot, I feel like because play, uh, defenders always guard me low, um, it makes a lot of things look open. Um, and so for me, the problem has always been like which ones do I decide to shoot and which ones do I pass up because there's a lot that are are open because they're guarding me for the drive um but I feel like you know when I'm feeling it and offensively it's not working other ways like those are shots that I have practiced before so in my mind I wouldn't even consider them shots that are forced Emma Otterback, UVM women's basketball standout. Her team eight and six through the non-conference. Non-conference, excuse me, is over. Now we're on to conference play. First game is coming up against UNH, I believe, here in the next couple of days. Um, Emma, 
eight and six. What was your overall assessment of the non-conference portion of your schedule? Yeah, I think that uh, we did we did pretty well. I think that there was obviously some struggle offensively, um, losing Kaz at point guard, figuring out who's going to lead the team and get the get the plays started, get the off- offense started. And I think that we noticed that a lot in the Gulf Coast Showcase. But I think that we turned things around, and offensively, we started putting a lot of um, points on the board for a couple games, or I would say two or three games in a row. And then I think Princeton, we kind of went backwards a little bit. But before Princeton, I think that we were on an upward, uh, an upward slant, which was really good to see. I think we were finding a lot of chemistry offensively, which I think has been our biggest struggle. Um, I think defensively, we're going to continue, need to continue to play all 40 minutes. But I think for the most part, we played really good defense against really good offensive teams throughout the non-conference. And I think that there were a lot of really good games that we had against really good opponents. And there were some like, for example, Providence that we could have maybe pulled out and won and North Carolina, but we, we competed the whole time and we made them respect us at the end of the day. So very successful non-conference record by the time we were done with it again at eight and six, that opening night of conference play is Thursday against UNH. Uh, as you get into conference play now, you as kind of the leader of this team, what's the message to the group as you get into the, to the meteor schedule and the part of your schedule that, you know, in quote really matters. Yeah. I think the biggest pieces of advice that I'm giving my team is that every single team is going for us right now. Like we're the top dogs. We, went to the tournament last year every single team wants to beat us so we're gonna get their best team version of them every single game so we have to come prepared if we don't show up it's gonna be a rough game for us and we might lose games that we're not technically supposed to lose because people are out hustling us and want it more so even though we're now at the top we still have to play like we're on the bottom with that chip on our shoulder like we did against teams like North Carolina, where we weren't really expected to win. Even when we're expected to win, we still need to bring the energy, bring the hustle, get those 50-50 balls. Those are kind of like team culture aspects that we can't lose even being at the very top. Do you pay attention to what the rest of the conference is doing while you're in non-conference, or do you just kind of take care of your business on that day and you're, you're not even looking at what other teams in the America East are doing right now? Yeah, I think like the closer closer it is to our games, obviously not really focused on that. But, you know, after we play, we kind of like to see, oh, who's playing today? Like, because sometimes it's on the same day. Sometimes it's like the next day. And, you know, sometimes we'll watch their games, see how they're doing, um, just to kind of see what their confidence is looking like and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll do it every now and again. But we also know that non-conference is really important. So we try not to look too far ahead. Um, but it is nice to watch and see how they're doing sometimes. Something I've talked about with Coach Kresge before I talked about it with you, I think even last year, maybe at Media Day a couple of months ago, I'm going to ask it again now. How do you fight the urge to not look ahead, right? This team has already been to the tournament. You've already seen the end of the tunnel. Obviously, it would be you know normal human nature to count down to trying to get back there again. How do you fight that urge to do that and focus on the day-to-day, kind of what you just mentioned a few minutes ago? Yeah, honestly, I think for me, it's been difficult because I do want to get back to the tournament so bad. Like that feeling was insane being in the American East Championship. Like that is a memory I still don't forget. Um, I think for me, individual goal setting and team goal setting each day um, or rather that each week, at least having those goals that you work towards to where you're not looking so far ahead. But how can you win the day? Because if you're not focusing on getting better each and every day, 
then you're just having like a vision that's so far away from you that if you're not doing those things, uh, those little things every single day, it's you're never going to be able to reach that goal. Um, so I think just putting my head down and grinding with whatever challenges right in front of me is kind of the message I've been trying to teach myself and my teammates as well. Emma Otterback, UVM Women's Basketball Stand Up with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Little, did you have to do a 14-hour drive back also, by the way, or did you get to fly back? Yeah, no, I flew. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was like... That would have been crazy. Try, that would have been like two 14-hour drives in five days, so I'm glad, to, I'm glad to hear Dad didn't have to do that either. Yeah, yeah, that would have been crazy. I'm so glad I didn't have to do that. <laughs> uh, what is the best gift you gave this holiday season? Ooh, that's a really good question. Hmm. I will say I thought that, that was a pretty good one because I realized my friend really needed it. Um, Bella Vito. Okay. She's like a huge health nut. And I got her this portable blender. It's called the blend jet. Yes. And so she can take it with her to like classes and stuff and then like turn it on and make her own smoothie. I thought that was a pretty, that was one I haven't gotten someone before. So I was pretty proud about that one. Are you a, uh, experience based like gift lover, or would you rather have something you can hold? Like, would you rather have something you can get, or would you rather get like concert tickets or game tickets somewhere you can go or something you can have? I think it depends on the experience. Like if I got, if someone surprised me with something that I'm like with an experience where I'm kind of like, I don't really know if I'd want to go to that. Then I, but if it was something that I was like, like a vacation or like a concert of like one of my favorite singers or something like that, I would probably choose that. But also if you give me like a really good gift, something that I've been needing um, or been really wanting for a long time, but I haven't been wanting to get it for myself then I would probably prefer that too. I don't know. I feel like it depends. <laughs> depends on the gift. I had yeah. McDonald's today for the first time in probably six months. So what is Emma Utterback's guilty pleasure uh, food? Oh, we're talking like fast food? Yeah. Oh, Chick-fil-A. You know, Immediately Chick-fil-A. But you they must don't have, have a million of them in Indiana because we don't have them here. So. We don't have them in Vermont. It's like I think the one state that doesn't have it. But I have taken the trip over the ferry to Plattsburgh <laughs> to go to Chick-fil-A so many times i have taken the ferry to plattsburgh to go to taco bell so i'm right there oh, with you so right. that is my that is my guilty pleasure food so there yeah, you go Emma, much appreciated best of luck conference play kicks off on thursday we got the men's game tonight against brown their last game of conference play we're looking forward to watching that tonight so emma when we talk uh in two weeks you'll be a couple of games into conference play best of luck and that uh, we'll catch up here down the road awesome thank you so much